In this episode of the Raptors Community Podcast, me and my buddy YP are going to be drafting our playoff squads for the 2019 NBA playoffs, and we have a cap at $125 million. We're going to be drafting 10 players to each of our teams and seeing who drafts the better team. Let us know on social media who drafted the better team, me at Raptors Community and YP at BallerNation60. the pick last time or since i got the first overall pick last time i think it's only fair that you can go first so who are you gonna take all right um just because for the value of this pick it's tough shit okay i god damn this man's value is too good to be true i've gotta go and it's just a 2019 salary right yeah Yeah. so whatever they're making in the 2019 2020 season uh Giannis Antetokounmpo, my first overall pick. Not only is he arguably the best player in the NBA right now, but my man is the 41st highest paid player in the NBA, making $25 million a year. Um, behind guys like Drew Holiday and, and like really guys who just really should not be making more money than Giannis. Andre Drummond's making more money. Otto Porter Jr. is making more money than Giannis. Uh, I think Giannis is the best value pick at this spot right here. Dude, that first pick. That's a that's a great pick. I actually didn't even consider him. I know probably should have, but I, for some reason I thought he was making a max at this point anyway. But twenty five mil that's a steal, and that's yeah. a good first pick. So that doesn't change. That kind of changes my approach because I was expecting something else actually. So I guess for not my number one pick, I'm going with the also arguably the best player in the NBA. I'm gonna go with LeBron. Obviously, he has a a high pay, but he'll he'll bring my playoff he's, team. He has the high ceiling, slipping. and he can he can like bring a team to a championship. Giannis hasn't proved that yet for me. So, even at LeBron's thirty seven point four mil is what I'm I see it listed at, which is uh, I think one of the top in the NBA. So, um, decent value for the greatest player in the world. And I'm surprised I got him with the number two pick. I'm actually. I'm kind of happy. I, was <laughs> I thought you were taking LeBron number one, but to my surprise, I was about to. Then I remembered Giannis. I don't know. I, I, I think it's a steal. Um, anyway, my number two overall pick. Let me just cross out LeBron James real quick. You got LeBron. Can you hear my me typing on my keyboard? I don't know if you can or not. Uh, nah, right. you're good. Dope. Um. So for my number two overall pick, I'm going to go with Kawhi Leonard, the 11th highest paid player in the NBA. Uh, again, arguably the best player in the world right now. And I probably would have picked him ahead of LeBron James anyway. So I'll take that all day. And like like, like LeBron, we've seen him lead teams to, to championships uh, most recently, of course, last year. And he might again, he might do it again this year. So you're at about 58 mil on your top two guys. That's pretty good. That's actually really good value. So you have Kawhi and Giannis together. That's a stacked team. Uh, once again, I think I'm taking another max player. I've I've been debating between Steph Curry and can I pick Kevin Durant or is he off the table because he's injured? No, you, you know, let, no, we can play. Let's, we can pick uh, Kevin Durant for sure. Yeah. All right, and so with the second pick, I'm gonna go with John Wall. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> Thirty-eight million, fourth highest paid salary. I just want to bring that up. Fourth highest paid salary in the NBA and he hasn't played for like almost two seasons now. Yeah. So that's kind of crazy just how much he gets paid. And I think he's 
the one has one of the worst contracts in the NBA. I doubt that the Wizards will be able to ever really dump that contract. So for my second pick, I'm going to go with Kevin Durant. I was debating between him and Steph Curry, but I think LeBron and KD, you have two of the best players in the world on the same team. Okay. Steph Curry's up there too, but I just think offensively, this team, my team, is. I'm just going pure offense. I don't care about defense. <laughs> I'll, I'll put some defensive guys around them, um, but I'm just going pure offense. And LeBron's a passer. KD will be my number one shooter. And at 37.2 mil, still pretty expensive, but I think the value, the juice is worth the squeeze on this pick. Okay, nice little analogy there. Um, holy shit, K, I realized Houston, they are paying Westbrook and Harden so much money. They're, they're both in the top four highest played players in the NBA playing on the same team. Yeah. Um, let's see, for my third overall pick, I'm not sure if I want to go with them or Max. Probably shouldn't. Get some good, uh, fill the starting lineup a little bit here. This is tough because, okay, I think for right now, I'm just going to say my first two picks have been much better than your first two picks. Um, I, In terms of value or actual players? Straight up, no cap. I don't, I don't think so. I'll take my guys over <laughs> any day of the week. Damn it. In a, two, in a 2v2, you're taking Kawhi and Giannis versus LeBron and KD. I didn't say that. It's said 5 on 5. My guys are better than yours. And I got them at a better value. 5 on 5, but you only have two people. <laughs> on a, yeah, it's. But throw them in with a bunch of randoms, my my guys will, my guys will ball out. I'm gonna pick. Uh, okay, no, I got it. Luka Doncic for sure. I found him. Damn, Seven I, million. I, I, yeah, let's go, man. <laughs> that's a great Luka Doncic. That's a great yeah, pick. Give me that. I was just scrolling through right. trash talking a little bit, buying time. So you're going. You're going for some. You're going for power. You're not going for fit. You're just going for pure star power. I see. Yeah. Oh, right. Noah. I was going for. I was going for fit, but now I guess I have to pull out some of the big guns. Hmm. But you got LeBron and KD. I was going to start putting actual quality players around them, but now I think the tide is turning. Now I got to take cheap contract, yeah. star players. There's some good players getting. And there are some good ones. There. So I'm, I'm going to take with your pick of Doncic. Oh, man. That's the one I wanted. That would have been perfect. I think he's got the best value, him and Giannis. Yeah, but yeah I'm, 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 I'm going to take Zion at the center position. Oh, yeah, a lot of these rookies. Yeah, a lot of these At a $10 million dollar contract. So it's still more expensive than Luka, but. It's Zion Williamson. Zion Williamson. Man, I'm, you, you're going to sell at every single home game, right? You got fucking LeBron and Zion on the same court. <laughs> yeah, we're going, for, we're going for profit. We're going for net worth of our team. That's what I'm going for. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. No, I see it. I see. All right, I'm gonna kind of. This is tough. I'm torn between. No, actually, I know you're not gonna pick either one of these players, so I don't give a shit. Um, I'm gonna pick Donovan Mitchell. He's making three million dollars right now. Jeez, that's a nice pick, Donovan Mitchell. Yep. All right. Three, three million. Three million. Wow. That's crazy. Now, uh, you got. I forgot to write you guys in. KD and LeBron, Zion. Yeah. I mean, I have no guards at this point, but you already have two, so I'm not really too guards, worried about yeah. that. I didn't really find many cheap guards. I think you grabbed two of the good ones. Like I could, I could take like Trey Young, but I don't know if I like that fit. Hmm. I, I should just start interfering with you and taking players. I know you're gonna pick. I think that's <laughs> the way. Hmm. Okay. So 
now I'm gonna I'm gonna leave my guards open and I'm gonna move right to my bench. <laughs> right I'm to the bench. Gonna, okay. I'm, I'm just going right to the bench. I need a score off the bench. All right. And I'm gonna take Jason Tatum at seven million off the bench. Yo, that's a good deal right put there. Up, to put up some buckets. If I all star player. Yeah. Shit. If I'd noticed that before I noticed Donovan Mitchell, I would have definitely picked Tatum. That's a good pick right there. I realized that after I picked LeBron, KD, and Zion. I guess I could play. I might actually move LeBron to the point and then put Tatum on the wing with KD. Right, you could put LeBron anywhere. He's still going to ball out. Yeah, I am think I'm moving LeBron to the point because I don't see a lot of great guards left for me to take yeah. anyway. Like, I didn't have a lot of guards. Mine was, like, wing heavy. So, yeah, I'm, I think I'm going to do that. I'm trying to see if there's any, like, really good shooters for, like, cheap as fuck. Bertans? He's making 7 mil. That's, like, that's the same as Luke Doncic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's not bad considering yeah. how much you've you have a pretty Luka's good salary cap yeah, left. Exactly value. Um, okay, no, I found it. Landry Shamit, one mil. Actually, one point nine. That's two mil. You're taking Shamit. Yeah, I'm. Where is he slotting in on your? Uh, he's coming off the bench start... for sure. Okay, so Shamit. I'm just. Like, how much is he making? He's making two mil right now, or one point nine. So it's two mil. Okay. I'm just kind of like. Like I got my two, like I can, I really got my my three main guys, and then I'm gonna fill up my roster with a bunch of good value picks, and probably at the end go back and pick another star. It's kind of once you got the money, yeah. I think that's a good play. I just don't want to be at the spot where I'm filling in players like Monte else at the end. It's just shit. But all right, also hmm, Zion off the bench. See, I'm trying to figure <laughs> out how I can fit because I, I keep I keep getting I keep seeing better people who are even bigger. Like I'm just I just see seven footers with great value or like six ten yeah. guys. I'm gonna take oh my god. There's like my team, I don't know how this team is gonna fit, but I'm taking Sabonis. I guess he's coming off the bench. All right. Two two point five million, three point five million. He's eighteen and thirteen <laughs> season. So he's a ball, he's underrated. Only three mil guys. Super underrated. Three and a half mil added to my roster. So I think I, I like the value there. I don't know about the fit. Yeah. See the fit of my team's not great, but you know what? I got enough bigs now. I can start doing some. I can start picking some guards. I think at this point. Uh, for my next pick, I'm gonna go with Buddy Heald, uh, four mil, four four point eight mil. So I'll put him at five mil. I'm surprised he's making that little. I thought he signed a max contract, but I guess that kicks in next season. Yeah, holy, yeah. Next year he's making twenty six million. This year he's making yeah, five. Yeah, that's some beautiful value there for Buddy Heald. Trying to think of other players who would be cheap, cheap guards, but I think I'm gonna. Hmm. Next to LeBron, I need a shooter, so I'm gonna put I'm gonna put Trey Young there. <laughs> All right, how much is he making? Let's see, Trey Young. He's making. He has on a three year, eighteen mil contract, so it's like six point two mil, six point three mil. So the rookie contract still. Those are the guys you get the best value, and we're actually at a good spot in the NBA where there's a lot of like really good players who are on these rookie contracts, from Luca yeah. to Trey Young. Like these two guys are all-star starters and they're making th- like under 10 million dollars a year such great value for this kind of draft yeah all right i'm gonna how much money am i on now uh, uh so looking at you got Kawhi at 32 Giannis at 25 donovan mitchell at three Doncic at eight or 7.7 and shaman at like two so you're looking at like 50, 70, like just about 70 mil. So you still got a lot of space left. Okay, but if you pick yeah. another max guy, then you will be crunched for money, basically. Yeah. I don't think I'm going to pick another max. I think, Kevin, I think Buddy and Shamit can come off the bench. 
maybe even Donovan Mitchell. I don't know. It depends. Because Mitchell's kind of good at shit. Um, let's see here. Trying to find some good value. Yo, Anthony Davis. Give me Anthony Davis. 27 mil. All right, that's solid. I'm going big. Is he is going to start at center for you? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, 27 mil. That's some, that's some good value there. Now you're looking like you're getting pretty high in the numbers, though. Yeah. You're, I think you're climbing to 100 mil, but you still only have you only have three slots left anyway, so I think you're good. I need to make sure I don't hit the cap because with Katie and LeBron, I already got 74 mil. Then I got 80 with Trey Young, 90. I'm at about 100, so I have 25 mil left. Yeah, and I still got four spots left, so I got to look out for guys like five mil or less. Are you trying to like go back? Are you like focusing on like what positions guys are going to play, or just picking the best guys? Picking the best guys, but I'm also trying to get. I also want it to fit, too, so yeah. I always feel like I'm going to end up splitting my guys and getting, like, a decent fit. That's why I picked Shamit um, and Buddy Hill just for shooting, because I've just got, like, really yeah, good, like, drivers and shit. Yeah, that's definitely a good pick. I also have a few guys, but they're all, like, bigs. I don't have anyone who's necessarily super cheap, who's, like, a great shooter that I wrote down. George Hill, 48% three-point shooter, leading the league, Damn, but yeah. he's $10 million. I don't have – I don't quite have that money. I would take – Jamal Crawford. Can I take Jamal Crawford? He's, can I pick him up off waivers? Uh, I don't think so. But I think he, you can pick him up from... Hmm, actually, I don't know. I don't really know how that necessarily works because he was someone who was in talks to be, get picked up, but I think in order to get drafted to a team to the playoffs, like in one of those extra roster spots, yeah. I think you had to have a contract this season. I get, I, how about like... We, Let's just fill out our roster, and then at the end, then we'll put in, then we'll like sign a free agent or something like that. You know what All I mean? right, sounds good. All right, I'm gonna take just to help this guy win a championship. I'm gonna take Vince Carter in his last season. Vince Carter off the bench for okay. me, two point five mil. I want him to throw down two or three dunks for me too. That's it. I'm just taking yeah. Vince, and he's gonna play shooting guard off the bench for me because he can shoot. He's he can shoot. I think he can space. We've it. convinced him to come out of retirement. Probably shortest retirement in NBA history, but we don't. Yeah, shortest retirement in NBA history, but <laughs> he can win a chip. Yeah. If I said, "Hey, you can play with LeBron and KD," you think he would come out of retirement? I think he would for sure. Hundred <laughs> percent. Um, let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see. This is tough. Uh, Laurie Markin's got good. D- yeah, okay. I'm at 101 million right now with three spots left. There's a lot of like half decent guys. Okay, you know what? Fuck it. I'm gonna go with my man Montrez Harrell at six million dollars. Give me that guy, yeah. Trez at six mil. Montrez Harrell. Yeah. Dude, that ball. He's a he's he's the kind of player that I think he's gonna be big in the playoffs this year. I've been harping on Montrez. He's best six man in the NBA right now, in my opinion. Um, and in the playoffs, he's he's huge. He's huge. You know, Trez. That's a great pick. I had him written down, but I had him written down at higher money. Oh, no, I only wrote six mil. But I don't think he would fit my team anyway. I don't even want him. You know what? Fuck it. I'm going to take Lou Will okay. at eight mil. How much is he? I need, a, I need a, spark plug, a spark plug off the bench. Yeah. I might be going close to the fucking luxury tax right now. Let me see. I think I'm riding close. 37. But... Plus. 37 plus 37 plus... I still got two picks left, so I think I should be okay. 7 plus 3 plus 6 plus 2 plus 6. You're at 108. All right, I'm pretty good. So I got... 
That's pretty good. I got like 15, I got 17 mil left for two guys. Yeah. Okay, let's see here. I'm going to go... Okay, I think I'm going to try to get a nice, solid... Like, okay, I need point guard. That's, that's what I need right now. See if I can sort this by position. Just because... Let's see, okay. Point guards. Devin Book? No, D'Lo is too expensive. Yo, Alan Crabb's getting $17 million right now. Reggie Jackson's too bad. Damn. Ricky Rubio is overpaid. Brandon Knight's making $15 million. <laughs> uh, Brandon Knight. He's actually the, he's the biggest troll. He's so bad. All right, fuck it. Patrick Beverly. Give me Pat Bev. I don't care what you say. $12 million. Lock him in. I like that pick. 38% three-point shooter this year. Yeah, he's underrated as shit from the corner. My man is wet. I had him. I had I had him, but I didn't have the money running into the end. But I think I need to match your star power, though. You got a lot of star power, so I'm going to take Ingram at 7 mil. Okay. That's, and add him onto my he's, roster. He's been balling out this year. And he's been – yeah, he's an all-star. I, I think just looking at my roster, I got one, two, three, four, five, six all-stars. And Zion, so I think Seven. I got the star power. Now I just need. Now I got you say about ten mil left, so I need to. I guess I need to make one last solid pick, but before you make your last pick. Okay, so I've got six million dollars left to make a pick. I'm at one nineteen right now. I just did did the calculations on my calculator. All right, uh, Zubac, you sticking with the Clippers theme? Maybe, kind of a baller. Uh, Zubac, he's a straight killer. <laughs> Most underrated player in the – oh, no, I found it. Joe Kim Noah for six mil. Give me that. That's going to end my roster right there. Oh, Ash, fuck. No, David Bernheim. He's too expensive. No, give me Joe Kim Noah. Yeah. Fuck it. The GOAT. You got some heart on your bench. I, yeah, I, I got dogs on the bench. That's, that's what I love. I got, on my bench, I got Lou Will, Vince Carter, Ingram, Sabonis. I need a wing. And who, Sorry, who was your last pick? Who did you pick last uh, Ingram. Right, yeah, for seven mil. Yeah, seven mil. So I, I could get George Hill. I think that might be a little small, but I could push him up into the front line and I could wiggle him around. I'm going to take George Hill because he's a 48% three-point shooter, which is crazy yeah, this season. The right now, he's the ultimate role player at 10 mil, and that basically takes me right to 125. And I think that's, I think that's actually a nice fit. I think I could squeeze him in. At least he can uh, dribble the ball a little when Katie and LeBron are tired, when Tatum or Trey Young or Zion are tired. Yeah. <laughs> He'll be—he's not going to touch the ball. He only will shoot. <laughs> All right. He's not allowed to touch it. Uh, let's go by position. Okay, who who are you running at point guard? On my starting roster. Yeah. Like, who's All your right, guard? Gonna... I guess. All right, I guess so. For my guards, I have for starting LeBron yeah. and Trey Young. Trey Young and LeBron as the backboard. Okay. As my backcourt, and then off the bench, my backcourt is Lou Will and George Hill coming off the bench. Okay. Then who are your small forward? I got like three forwards and centers. KD, Zion. So, yeah, so I got KD and Tatum on the wings and Zion in the middle to start. Zion off the bench, I got Vi- – Okay. Yeah, Zion starting at the five. Zion, he's thick. He's 285. Yeah. He's, in, he's one of the heaviest players in the NBA. He can handle it. And he's got that 48-inch vertical. He'll be flying over centers, no problem. Okay. And I think that's a matchup nightmare, too, especially for AD. He can't handle Zion. We already know. Zion in the post. Come on now. Come on now. In the post? 
put that thick boy in the post and no one's going to be able to stop him. <laughs> maybe if Zion's shooting that, threes like he was against San Antonio, maybe then Anthony Davis can't guard him. But In that case, yeah, well, that's a once-in-a-lifetime sort of situation. I'm assuming Lou Will's your sixth man then? Yeah, Lou Will's definitely my sixth man. And then I got George Hill as my other guard. And then my, my wings in my center is Vince Carter. Of course, just for the that yeah. old man wisdom, you know, that veteran who's been to the second round. You can give them some experience in the first two rounds. And then Brandon yeah. Ingram. <laughs> Brandon Ingram for a scoring punch. And then Sabonis in the middle because he's really cheap. 3.5 mil. That's a bargain. That's probably the best contract I have on yeah. my team, I would say. It's the cheapest, and he's arguably one of my top six yeah. players. All right. For me, my point, my point guard, and we're going to go with Patrick Beverly. Um, he's fucking baller, straight up. He's a dog. Luka Doncic is my shooting guard for seven mil. And then my front court is where I bring the big boys in. Kawhi Leonard, Giannis Antetokounmpo, and Anthony Davis. That's, that's the best big three in NBA history. No cap. I, no, sorry. Tony Parker, Monty, and Tim Duncan could kick all the ass. No. Straight up. Yeah, they get out of here. slapped them all over the place. Um, this is a delusional <laughs> Spurs fan we're hearing over the phone. <laughs> You think you think it's two thousand five right now? <laughs> Bro, we got him with a good like fundamental passing and shit, you know? And chill. That's true. And then coming up That's true. Yeah, the fit. The exactly. fit is there. Plus yeah. And then oh should we pick a coach too? Yeah. Do you want to go first? Yeah, I'm just gonna go through the rest of my roster real quick. Uh I got All Trez right. at six man. And then after that, Landry Shamit, Buddy Hield, Donovan Mitchell, and the big boy Joakim Noah coming off the bench. Pretty stacked team right there. Pretty fucking stacked team, not going to lie. Uh, it's a pretty good team. I think your bench is definitely flawed. I think my bench is definitely better. Your be- How are you I think your, your bench is – what do you mean? Lou Will – I don't know, actually. Lou Will and Trez. <laughs> I'm actually reading it. Sabonis and right, Shaman are right that one. Buddy's better than yeah, George Sabonis. Hill. I also have Ingram and then George Hill. Yeah, yeah Buddy's yeah. definitely better. I think Ingram and Mitchell cancel. But you don't have Joe Kim Noah. Lou Will cancel. That's true, but I have some bonus. That's right. Sabonis is going to drop 20 and 15 on Noah's head. Noah's going to just be licking no, his thing lips with, doing The nothing. thing with Joe Kim Noah, he's not in, he doesn't care a shit about anyone. He's getting revenge against LeBron James for what LeBron did to, to the Bulls back in the day. Yeah, him. I remember watching a few of those games. He was great, but he was he's very underrated, yeah. though, over his entire career. Even Roy Hibbert, those two big men, so close to taking down LeBron, but... Mm. I'm pretty sure Yoki Mo was top five in MVP He's one fourth year. in 2013, I think, or something like that. Yeah, it was after um, D Rose got injured. Yeah, straight killer. He was a straight killer, and then suddenly he's just gone, just like that. Yeah. It's crazy. It's like Isaiah Thomas. Yeah, he's just gone, and no one knows why. Really, I think he could still play. I don't know why he's not playing. You yeah, know? as yeah, I feel All bad right. for Isaiah Thomas a little bit. Um, yeah, me too. So, who are you taking as your coach? For coaching is is tough because like. Popovich, I think, is a goat coach, but no, but not in twenty nineteen. I don't know. It's tough because the reason okay, Popovich's team is ass this year, like he is working with scrubs. Um, that being he has some, he has an okay team. It's not bad. You have two all star ish players on this on the Spurs. Yeah, I think Aldridge is like a perennial all star, even though I, they aren't this year. But yeah, uh, DeRozan is. Like a five-time All-Star, and he's still he's still the same guy. He can, he'll put up like twenty, twenty-two a game. Yeah, until the playoffs come around. And... Until the playoffs <laughs> come around, then he'll put up like two point two a game, <laughs> give or take. 
Um, let's see. I, I think I think Popovich could coach my team pretty well because we got the shooters. We got co- our, our best players are very coachable. You know what I mean? Kawhi Leonard, he's been actually Kawhi's. No, never mind. Kawhi's relationship with Popovich is straight to ass. Um, I'm gonna go. Let's. Oh, uh, Nick Nurse. Give me Nick Nurse. Nick Nurse. Damn it! Ass. I knew you were gonna pick that guy. <laughs> that's a great. That's a that's a good pick. That's actually he's debatably the best coach at the NBA, yeah. if not the best coach. He's probably win coach especially with years. the fall of Brad Stevens, he just kind of hasn't. He's kind of underperformed the last few years. I guess this year is different, but he also has a stacked roster this year. Yeah. All right, Nick Nurse, that's a great pick. Hmm. So now I got to think who I want. I was thinking Quinn Schneider is my second pick in case he took Nick Nurse, but Quinn Schneider, are people going to even know who he is? Are people going to remember? You. Uh, yeah, I think he was better last year. I mean, I don't know he's the Jazz kind of have been a bit of a disappointment this year. I think even though they are fourth, I think in the West, but I kind of expect him to be better. You know, I'm gonna take. <laughs> I couldn't even say it was Jamie. I say I'm gonna take Brett Brown as my what? coach. Bro. <laughs> I'm just. Playing. I'm I'm actually gonna take Nate McMillan though. Okay, Indiana Pacers. Because yeah, because I think he just he he can uh, get a team. Better than the sum of their parts. Yeah. Also need someone who can handle superstars, which I'm not sure if he can do. Is, yeah. I was trying to think of who who it could be. I guess I could Ooh. do uh, the Lakers coach. Do, is it Frank Vogel, right? Yeah. Do you want to do assistant coaches too? Doesn't matter to me. Coach. I'm gonna take. Sure, we can do assistant coaches. I'll take your assistant coach first. All right, I'm gonna take uh, Nate McMillan as my yeah. head coach, and. Frank Vogel is my backup coach. Okay. Wait, does it have to be a per- does it have to be a coach, or can I just pick a random person? Like, what if I want? Uh, you can pick a like Rondo. Rondo is my backup coach. You have like a, a what's it called? A, a celebrity. Yeah, that's only a celebrity appearance. Celebrity mentor. All right. And, oh yeah, and then who's your um, sideline? My hold on, my, my my assistant coach first. The whole reason why I wanted to have an assistant coach just so I could have Eric Spolster in there. Because many said, I was, I'm surprised you're not taking Tim Duncan. <laughs> he, nah, I don't know. Tim, uh, he's uh, no, nah, not Tim Duncan. I love Tim Duncan. I love Tim Duncan. Um, and getting his sixth wing would be very nice. But I think I think we're chilling with Eric Spolster right now. And for my, I think you can go first. Your celebrity um, mentorship. I think it has. I think it has to be Drake. I don't know who Jesse else. Drake. Okay. It could be. Yeah, it has to be Drake. Yeah, that relationship with LeBron would be nice. Oh yeah. Drake and for me, you know, let's see. I could go with Kanye West himself. He once scored 106 points on a wheelchair basketball team, so if you know it's like a ball in a hoop. <laughs> if you're if you're going that route, why not take Jay Cole? Jay Cole, he's an actual. He's bucket. a straight baller. He is. Um, he is. He's played with NBA players in the off season. He's actually a baller. He is. Yes, but then again. I just don't know. He's kind of quiet for me. I don't know if like if he'll be able to hype. Who can keep up with Drake? That's the thing. Like maybe yo Rihanna could could distract Jared and Drake. Kind of like you know what I mean. Um, let's see. You think of taking a sweet chick and put her on the sideline? Yeah, just so Drake could shut the fuck up a little bit and let my team play. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Drake's gonna do what he does. He's gonna try and get in their head. Drake gonna Drake for sure. Um, you know what? Fuck it. Let's let's uh. Let's take Kanye. Let's say give me Kanye West one time. You know, he's just going to sit there. He's not going to say anything. But, you know, Kanye West wins, and that's all I care about. Hey, if you take Jay-Z and Beyonce, you can have both together as a couple on your sideline for your celebrity. Oh, instead of Kanye? Yeah, yeah. 
Kimmy instead Wong. of Kanye. Yeah, because Jay Z you can take Kanye. Because yeah. then you got the sweet chick, and then you got Jay Z too. I don't even need Beyonce though. I just need Jay Z. Just give me Jay Z. I man, well, I don't care. Give them both, whatever. <laughs> just, <laughs> I don't Jay-Z. think it matters. No matter what, your team's outmatched anyway. Because I got the goat. I got the modern day goat in LeBron. Yeah, unfortunately. I mean, ah, I'll take Paul over LeBron James any day. Anyway, yeah. I, so, any any day, even in twenty thirteen, you take him. I'll take him over. I'll take him over LeBron in two thousand fourteen. That's for sure. <laughs> finals and two thousand twelve for talking bad finals. The choke of LeBron. That's two thousand eleven. What? Yeah, 11, 2012 yeah, was uh, the freaking yeah OKC. OKC. That was weak, weak finals. I mean, OKC was nice. They were actually pretty nice. Not gonna lie, James Harden was really underrated back then. But yeah, they weren't. They were nice. They can't believe how everything just fell apart for them. Yeah, and like in 2013, like after that 2012 season, everything just felt like slowly started falling apart, and then they never touched the finals again. That's, I think. Crazy. Yeah, I could, you could argue that they were better in 2016 than they were in 2012, though. Like, they were – in 2016, I think they were – like, with Westbrook and Durant, the way those two were playing in Ibaka, I think they were a better team than what they were a few years before. Um, I think 2016 Durant is better than 2012 yeah. Durant. That's definitely true. So, so those, you have a good point. He raises their ceiling instantly, and they just ran into a better team. Yeah. Right? I, I think, actually, in that 2012 run, who did they play? They played the Lakers, right? I'm, who won the championship two years prior. And they also played a couple other good teams as well. Yeah. My memory. So I, I think, uh, I don't remember exactly. Did they play the Spurs? They played, uh, I don't know. I I, I'll, I think they did. Because the Spurs went through a couple years there. With the, I think they lost to Memphis in the first round in 2011. Something like that. Yeah, in 2011 they lost to Memphis in the first round. And I think OKC. Because Kev, Kevin Durant's the only player, like only star in the NBA right now. He's the only player that I've ever looked up that that, that I've ever looked up who has a winning record against Kawhi Leonard, including playoffs. Like everyone else is losing losing record against Kawhi Leonard, except for Kevin Durant. Because the OKC Thunder has beaten the Spurs quite a few times. Yeah, actually, I I pulled up their 2012 run, uh, from the looks of it, and in the first in the first round they played the Mavericks, an instant sweep. That was a yeah, defending champion, too. Which the defending champ, they swept the defending champions, and it wasn't even close after game, after game three, they just blew them out, and then that was. I think it. Dallas was missing a lot of record and, players, though. Like, or it, they weren't the same yeah. as they were the year before. I think the year before was almost it was almost a fluke. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, I don't think they were the best team in the NBA in 2011. <laughs> I think that Dirk just got hot, yeah, and they ended up somehow. I think that run is definitely more impressive than. Like any other yeah. run, I think in the last decade or so, unless Kawhi's twenty nineteen run is up there, which I mean, is Raptors were expected too. to win a lot of those series, though. Like the, you would have picked Toronto against, I mean, Orlando, Philadelphia. I picked them. I thought yeah, Toronto you, was going to be Milwaukee. To be honest with you, I, I thought they were too, and I think a lot of people also did. After but, the after the uh, second once game, yeah. once they were down two nothing, I think most people had bought yeah. out of the Raptors. Um, but yeah, anyway, getting back to. Uh, the OKC Thunder. In the second round, they played the Lakers, and they took them out in five. And the Spurs after that. Um, and then the Spurs after that, they took them out in six after being down 2 nothing. Yeah. to the Spurs. So that was almost like the Kawhi flip. Same thing. They were down 2 nothing, yeah. came back 1-6. and six. And then we all know what happens in the finals. They weren't ready, Didn't they? Though. I think they won game one of the finals or something like that. 
I think, yeah, I think they did. Uh, let me just take a look. Yeah, they won game one, and then they lost yeah. the rest. So, uh, obviously, they, they weren't matched up against LeBron, D-Wade, Chris Bosh, that team. After they got over the, the Celtics when they yeah. were down 3-2 and came back and won that, I think that was their their calling card. It was almost like, I think we're re- they're ready to win. You know yeah, what I mean? And that Celtics series saved LeBron James' legacy, I think. Because up to that point, people forget, I mean, people were really writing off any team that LeBron James played on because they, they he would he was incapable of, of getting over the hump of winning a championship. All those years in Cleveland, he had really good teams in Cleveland. I mean, they were winning a lot of games in Cleveland. But they'd, you know, they'd face against the Celtics or another tough team like Orlando. And they just couldn't get over the hump. And, and once Dallas hit and people were officially writing LeBron James off, it's like he, he's a boss, he's overrated and all that stuff. But that game six against the Boston Celtics, that's when that famous picture's taken, right? Where LeBron, just, he's got his hands on his knees and he's looking up. Yeah, yeah. That, that picture right there. And, I mean, that, that, I think that series really saved LeBron James' legacy for sure. Yeah, before that, that was 2012. Before that, um, he won the MVP back-to-back in 09-010. And around that time, those Cleveland teams were favored to win the title before the season started. Yeah. So those teams were – they thought LeBron was the best player, and they knew he could take them to a championship. But then – I don't remember what season he took them to the finals, and then they lost to the yeah. Spurs. 2007, and then I think they got to the NBA Finals in 09 or whatever. And then, yeah, the East, or 2010. Yeah, they got to the East Finals and, in 2009. And then Dwight Howard. And then they lost to Orlando. And that Finals, I've rewatched some of those games, actually. Which one? And uh, Game 3, or Game 4. What Finals? Because – uh, the 2009 finals. Yeah. So when Orlando was, they were down two one, they were up like three point three or four points with like a minute left, and Dwight Howard was at the free throw line. I think they were up three with like 16 seconds left. Yeah. And Dwight Howard went to the free throw line, missed both, and then Derek Fisher goes down, hits a pull up three. They go to overtime. They lose that game. Yeah. And it's just it's it's crazy to think of how if Dwight Howard could hit one of those free throws, they would have definitely yeah. won that game. And that and then that series wouldn't have been a, a five game series. That series would have went six or seven. Yeah. And it's just crazy to think how how different a game is from just one simple play like it's just that. Just margins, little margins. That's what costs teams championships. Little things like that. Little things like that is what's it called? The butterfly effect. One small thing affects the whole big thing. 